everyone is trying to get to the bar. The name of the bar. Every year in spring, when people hear me talking about the shows that just opened at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival in Ashland, they get confused. Wait, what? Just opened? You mean last year, last summer, right? The Shakespeare Festival is in summer. My response is usually along the lines of, Yes, the Oregon Shakespeare Festival runs in the summer, but it opens in February and it closes in October. The summer is in the middle. It's true. Each year, OSF produces 11 shows between the spring and fall, beginning with four shows that open toward the end of February. These are in their two indoor theaters. In June, the big outdoor theater opens too, and that's when tourism in Ashland is at its highest. But Sonoma County theater fans who prefer smaller crowds do take the six-hour drive up to Ashland before that. And for those willing to do so, there were some very good new shows waiting for them right now. A world premiere adaptation of a gothic novel, a classic American musical, and two shows written by Shakespeare himself. I'll talk about the Shakespeare's today. Listen tomorrow for my reviews of the other two. Playing in the Angus Bomer Theater, Much Ado About Nothing kicks things off with a comedic bang. Much Ado is, after all, a comedy. But William Shakespeare had a way of writing comedies with plots that often veered close to the teetering edge of becoming tragedies. Much Ado About Nothing is one of those. With a story that ventures so far into dark and dangerous territory, it becomes difficult, bordering on miraculous, actually, for some directors to ease the production back away from that brink, back into the realm of lightness and love and humor. With Much Ado, director Liliana Blaine Cruz works that kind of miracle. By making actual sense of certain plot turns that usually baffle the directors put in charge of making Shakespeare's various merry mix-ups make sense. Does that make sense? Blaine Cruz sets the action in a modern-day version of Messina, a world that includes such things as toe socks and exercise equipment. But the show still carries elements of an ancient fairy tale with plenty of European splendor. The story involves several characters being tricked into and out of love for good reasons and bad. The cast is spectacular, and they do a great job of giving believable underpinnings for actions that often seem unlikable or unforgivable. The emotions are rich and nuanced, the comedic elements beautifully carried out, the language crisp and clear, and the climax is believably bittersweet with just the right touch of hope and happiness. One of Shakespeare's most popular plays during his lifetime was Pericles, a play that has not felt much love over the last hundred years. Maybe it's because this epic high sea adventure is not exactly simple or cheap to produce. What with its rapidly changing scenes flipping like a slideshow from exotic islands to ocean storms to shipwrecks to more exotic islands to brothels and palaces and graveyards and jousts and sacred temples from resurrections and battles to tricks and riddles and pirates and kidnappings and ultimately the timely arrival of one very helpful goddess. In this case, she's on a trapeze, sort of. Not exactly. Anyway, it's cool. Gorgeously directed by Joseph Hodge, the play that can no longer be staged has been turned into that rarity of a theatrical event, a magical, richly emotional play that is, from its acting to the unchecked loveliness of its visual presentation, pretty much perfect. For the full lineup of shows in Ashland, visit osfashland.org. I'm David Templeton, Second Row Center for KRCB.